0: Two scriptures this morning. Y'all think we're going to preach forever. Out of 1 John chapter 4 beginning with verse 19. And then we're going to look over at Proverbs chapter 17, verse 17. Once again, 1 John chapter 4 beginning with verse 19. God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. Amen. The Word of God says. We love because He first loved us. Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. And he has given us this commandment. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. Proverbs 17, 17. A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity. Lord, we thank you for your word this morning. Lord, we thank you for the ability in our lives to love each other, for the ability, dear Lord, to care for someone else, to be able to take time in our life, dear Lord, to be there in their hour of adversity. Help us this morning, dear Lord, to learn about that love and learn how, to, dear Lord, to grow in times of adversity and to learn how to be more like you. Bless us this morning. In your sweet name we pray. Amen. may be seated. A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for a time of adversity. Love in times of adversity. You know, it's great this morning to have a good friend, isn't it? Amen? Somebody you can depend on, right? Somebody that you know that is there for you. I've had people before in my life, and you have too, that you definitely could call good friends, couldn't you? People that you know you could turn to, people that you know that you could call at any time. When Sheila and I were down in Nashville for our extended stay, we would have Doug and Debbie would come and see us, what, every once in a while? And I tell you what, when you're away from home, it is so good just to see somebody that looks like you and talks like you, and they'd come and see us, and I'd always look at Sheila and say, They are such good friends. Then we had other people that would call and check on us and text to us all the time. People that you know, no matter what's going on in their life, that they will lay that aside to be there for you. Isn't that a great feeling to have? Amen? To know that is true. Now, on the other end of the spectrum, I've had some people in my life, and you may have too, that you thought were really good friends. You really thought they had your best interest in mind, and you believed that they would always be there for you. Have you ever had a friend let you down before? How does that feel? Hurts, doesn't it? It's sort of a pain that, it's not a pain that just happens... And a pain that just goes away quickly, but that type of pain lasts for a while. We know that being a friend, you also have to have that word love that goes along with it, right? The word love that carries on and says that not only am I just a person who likes you, but I am your friend that loves you. Which basically also means... Whatever's best for me, I hope you have the same, right? I hope that everything is good with you. I hope that you experience good things in your life. I love you because of those things. Love is an interesting word, isn't it? We say it in a lot of different things. We love this, we love that. We love this food, we love our new haircut, we love our new clothes, we love all of these different types of things. But love is something that some people say a lot and some people never say it, do they? You know, when I was growing up, the ones you've heard me preach for years, you know at my house when I was growing up, I heard the word love all the time. My mama told me that she loved me when I opened up the refrigerator and she loved me when I closed the refrigerator. She loved me when I went out somewhere and she loved me when I came back. She loved me before she whipped me and she loved me after she whipped me, amen? I heard that word love all the time. But in some places, the word love is hardly ever said, is it? You never hear it. Some people say, well, you can overuse that word. It can just become another word that you say. Some people say, I only say the word love when I really, truly mean it. As Christians, we know that, praise be to God, that we have somebody that loves us all the time. Amen? Amen? We could be saying, if we had it, we would hear that from Jesus every minute of every second of every day, right? That He loves us. That He loves us. Because we know beyond any shadow of a doubt that Jesus has that love for us that goes beyond just being our friend. Jesus loves us to the point of being the one that breathed life into you, that will be there with you not only on this earth, but will also be with you in that place called what? Heaven. The true love that Jesus has for us. But sometimes in our life, we have to realize things. One thing that never changes is that we need friendship in our lives. I want you to hear me clearly on this, and if you don't hear anything else today, that's okay. You cannot live this life by yourself. Got that? You cannot live this life by yourself. You cannot decide to yourself, I'm going to handle everything, I'm going to do everything, I'm not going to depend on anybody else, I'm just going to do it myself. If you do that, you're going to wear yourself out in just a few days or a few months, right? You need friendship. Because there are some times when you just can't do it by yourself. There's sometimes, have you ever been in a time, I just, that's an interesting word, isn't it? Have you ever had times of adversity in your life? What comes to your mind when I say that? One of the things you have to realize as a Christian is God never promised you a rose garden, did He? He didn't promise you that every day everything's going to be great. He didn't promise you that every day that you wake up that... You're going to be able to get up and everything's going to be great all day long. No, you're going to face, as long as your heart is beating, you're going to face adversity, aren't you? You're going to face things in your life that is hard to understand. And there's going to be times in your life where you just can't do it by yourself. And you find friends and you find love in that time of adversity. Over Mark chapter 2, beginning with verse 1, it says, A few days later, when Jesus again entered to Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such a large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door, and he preached the word to them. Some men came, bringing to him a paralyzed man, carried by four of them. I want you to look at that scripture that I just shared with you today, think about that paralyzed man. Think about that. We could all agree today, boy, he really needed a friend, didn't he? What did his life look like? You think about the paralyzed man, I I don't know, maybe some great scholar could tell us this morning, and a lot of you know a whole lot more about the Bible than I do, but I don't believe I've ever seen how long was he paralyzed from birth, was he Just paralyzed a few days or a few weeks or how long was he paralyzed? I'm not sure. The scripture says he was paralyzed. Now think about that. Have you ever been flat of your back before? Where you can't do anything for yourself? And you're just there. You're hoping for something. You're hoping for somebody To help you, you're hoping that you can find somebody that what? Will be your friend. That's somebody who else what? Somebody that else loves you. Somebody that knows you're going through adversity. And somebody that will help you in your time of need. I can tell you, it's rough when you need somebody just to get out of bed, isn't it? Any of you ever been there before? They're rough, isn't it? I went through that for a few weeks myself and knowing that there was no way I could get up unless I had that little button beside my bed and I'd push that button. And she'll tell you at one time there's about seven or eight people had to come just to get me out of bed. Paralyzed man didn't have a button to push. He was laying there all by himself. He didn't have... The ability to put out a text or call somebody or whatever it may be, he didn't have that at that time. All he could depend upon was somebody to come and help him in his time of need. Somebody that realized who he was, what he needed, and where he was at. Folks, I want you to know something. There's a lot of people in this world hurting today, aren't they? They may not be laying flat on their back, and they may not be paralyzed. But there's a whole lot of people in this world today that are struggling with just the everyday things of life. And so often, people say, well, if I don't look at them, I won't have to help them, right? When I was a young social worker over in Bering County, You social workers can remember this. I guarantee you, neither one of you ever did this before, okay? They won't even look at me right now because they know it's true. They know what's coming. I would drive over in certain parts in Barron County, drive through certain places, apartments in different places over there, and I wouldn't look out my window. You know why? I'd keep it straight in front of me because I knew if I looked to the right or to the left, I was going to have to stop and do something, right? that there was some sort of abuse or neglect taking place. If I don't see it, if I don't hear it, I don't have to what? Do anything about it. Because it's not affecting me. It's not affecting me. As Christians today, we know a lot of people that needs a friend, that needs somebody to love them, somebody that's going through adversity, Somebody who's going through a difficult time of their life. And I guarantee you something. I, I feel like this is what happened. We don't know for sure. But I'm sure the paralyzed man was crying out for help, would not he? Probably even crying out, please just get me to this man that I hear that's coming to Capernaum. Please just help me to be able to get there. Please help me to be able just to find a way to get to that place. Please send me a friend. Please send me somebody that loves me enough to be there for me. Now, let's look at those four men that become the paralyzed friend, that become the paralyzed man's friend over just the course of a short period of time. Look at those four men. They didn't know nobody to help them, did they? They could what? Do whatever they want. They could go wherever they wanted to go. If they wanted to go see Jesus, they could go see Jesus. If whatever it was, they could do it themselves. They didn't need nobody to help them. I'm sure maybe these four men, I'm not sure. Did they know each other? We don't know. Were they friends? We don't know. Who were they? We don't know. We don't know what their names were. We don't know where they came from. We don't know where they were going to go back to. We don't know any of that. But for some reason, those four men themselves had something in common. What was it? They wanted to help somebody in need. And you know what it took all four? Because I believe that God calls who... He needs for a great purpose, no matter how big or mighty the job is. God knew that there was four corners to pick up that man, didn't he? God knew there was four people that was going to need to help him. And those four had to be willing. Now, I'm sure these four had a lot of other things they could do that day, right? They could do this or they could do that and they go do something else that's exciting They could do all these things. But why in the world would they decide to go down and help somebody and pick up a paralyzed man and carry him to see Jesus? Why would they do that? Because I believe that God put a burden on their heart, didn't He? God said to them, this is what I need you to do. This is what I need you to be a part of today. This is the person that I need you to. To help, Do you know how many times, and I'm talking to myself too, do you know how many times you pass up a blessing because you won't do what God asks you to do? Do you realize that? How many times in your life that you just decide, well, I've got other things to do that's more important than this, I'm going to do this or that, I'm going to do it my way, I'm not going to do what God asked me to do, Surely somebody else will help them. Surely somebody else will take care of that situation. I'm just going to pass on by. Folks, let me tell you something. I guarantee you something. As a Christian, you're not going to become wealthy from God today, are you? He's just not going to give you a bunch of money. He's probably not going to do this or that or the other for you, but there's one thing that my God passes out a whole lot of. You know what it is? Passes out a whole lot of blessings, doesn't he? He makes you feel good when you do something good. He helps you to be able to see that you have helped somebody that was in need. And these four men had to decide to go help somebody. One of the things that we realize, they get there and they start helping this man, that's the paralyzed man. Can you imagine how he looked when they walked in the door? You think he was happy? You think he was excited to know there was four people that cared enough to come to talk to him? Do you think he looked at them and what do you think he said? Get out of here. Leave me alone. I don't need you. You think he said this? What took you so long? Right? I'm sure he looked at them and said, thank you. Thank you so much for hearing my cry. Thank you so much for being my what? My friend. Thank you so much for showing me love. Thank you so much in my hour of need, in my hour of adversity, that you took time to love me and to be my friend. Folks, one of the things that you all know when you help people, it's not an easy process, is it? Even when it looks easy. Even when you go and you try to help somebody. There's always going to be, even though you have love and you have friendship in your heart and you're doing your very best, the old devil's always going to throw a wrench in it, isn't he? Why? Because there's one thing we know, the, the devil never wanted the paralyzed man to ever have a friend. Didn't want him to ever be loved. Didn't ever want anybody to go to help him. The paralyzed, the devil wanted the paralyzed man to stay paralyzed for the remainder of his life and to curse God and to turn away from God and only depend upon him. That's what the devil wanted. And here you go. The paralyzed man is picked up by his four friends, starts on the way to where Jesus was there at Capernaum, gets there and And Jesus is preaching, and the house is full. I'd say every preacher in the world loves that scripture. The house was full, and they were standing outside, no way in. Now, here's what could have happened right then. There was two things, right, could have happened. They could have gave up, or what, or kept on going. Folks, one of the things I figured out as Christians, we're pretty good at giving up. Amen? Oh, preacher, that hurts. We are. When the tough, when things get tough, a lot of people get what? Going. They don't want to be a part of that mess. I didn't sign up for this. This is not, wasn't my, I love this. I've heard this many times before. Wasn't my idea. I told you it's going to fall apart. Told you we should have never started this anyhow. Should have have never done it. Now, these are the same folks when it's going good, they're right on the boat, aren't they? They're excited and they're happy. First time, there's adversity. It's time to jump off that ship. These four men could have looked at that place that was full of all these people seeing Jesus and saying, well, we're sorry, buddy. We tried our best. We got you this far. It's out. It's up to you. We're not going any farther. Not going any farther. But those four men decided, you know what? He needs help. He needs somebody to be his friend. And he needs somebody that, what? Loves him. And even though he's in a time of adversity, we're going to grow in our love and our friendship towards him. Scripture says they lowered him down from the roof just to be able to see Jesus. Now, let's think about Jesus. Here's Jesus with all these people around about Him. All these people come to hear Him talk and preach and to be healed. All of these people. He had a lot on His plate that day, didn't He? All these people that was depending upon Him. All these people that just wanted to see Him. All these people that truly believed that they could be close to Him and talk to Him, that Jesus would change their life. Now, listen to this. This will make you feel good. This should last at least all of this day and maybe into tomorrow. Are you ready for this? Praise be to God, Jesus is never too busy for you want to try that again? Might get you to Tuesday. All right, here it goes. Praise be to God, Jesus is never too busy for you. You will never get a busy signal when you call him, will you? You'll never be sent a voicemail. You're never. He will never block your call, will he? He is always, no matter what it is. And as Christians, Lord, we should be thankful for that, shouldn't we? We should know that we have a friend in Jesus. That we have a friend that loves us. A friend that not only is there with you in your adversity, but He knows what your adversity is. A friend that is there for you, and no matter what else is going on, Jesus will stop everything just to be there for you. Boy, i felt that before, haven't you? When all of a sudden, you're not alone anymore. When all of a sudden, Jesus takes time for you. When all of a sudden that you start feeling that friendship and you start feeling that love. When all of a sudden, that burden is lifted. Sheila told me something this past week that you all may not know. Are you all ready for this? I didn't know. Every once in a while, she just shares things with me. Because, believe it or not, some things I don't remember. Any of the rest of you ever do that? But she has informed me that the doctors came in and told her three to four times, Paul Mills is done. There is nothing else we can do for him. We've tried everything, and there's nothing else. I just thought, I just breezed through all that. I don't know. I, I just thought, God, you know, that, God took care of all that. But the doctors and nurses, I said, they did what now? She said, they came in and told me that they were not sure if you'd make it through the night, if you'd be here tomorrow. Well, i tell you what, I'd say the next morning when she came, I'd say she, I hope she did, I, I believe she did. She felt good that I was still there, didn't you, honey? And you want to know the only way that happened? I had great doctors and I had great nurses. But praise be to God, God took time for me. Amen? Let me tell you what's great about that. You might say, well, preacher, quit uh, tooting your horn. Well, that's okay. Let me toot yours just a little bit. The same God that did it for me can do it for you. And can do it for your friend that needs it that can do it for people around about you. If you're willing to say, I am your friend, I love you, and no matter what that adversity is, we can make it through. Today, I don't, I'm not sure where your love a meter is. I'm not sure if you can stand today and say, Brother Paul, this is my list of people that is my friend. This is my list of people that love me. This is the people that I would list and say, in my hour of adversity, these are the people that I can call upon. Your list may be long, your list may be short, but I want you to know something. No matter who you are, what your last name is, no matter what you do, Jesus loves us all equal. And today whatever you're facing, don't handle it by... What did the preacher say a while ago? Can't do it by yourself. You just can't do it. And maybe you are trying it, but you're not going to make it. Wouldn't it be great today to have that burden lifted just a little bit? To say, somebody picked me up and they carried me to Jesus. And I was able to feel that presence of Jesus in my heart and in my life. Jesus is here. It's up to you for what you do with it, right? Friendship and love growing in times of adversity. Today, grow in that likeness of God. We invite you to come. As we have our closing